Hey everybody, it's your guy Kyvon Williams here. Uh, normally I hit y'all with the intro, but uh, this is a little bit different. This is a segment that I call Passing Notes, where I'm actually, you know, uh, not being so so silly or making light of any situations. Uh, as I told you guys before, you can reach me at uh, kyvonwilliams at gmail.com. That's K-I-A-V-A-N-T-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to me on Failing in Love on Instagram. And uh, I'll be able to answer your questions, comments, or concerns about any episodes that I had or things like that. So uh, I can't always get to all of them. Uh, I try my best. I didn't know that it was going to be such an influx. But thank you so much. You know, thank you for enjoying the show. And, you know, uh, thank you for all the positive responses and even the negative ones because I could grow from them. So let's go ahead and dive into this. Uh, we're going to do three of the uh, emails that I was recently uh, blessed with uh, having the the pleasure of answering. I'm uh, not trying to sound too corny, but, you know, this, for me, this is the favorite part of my episode because I may know these people. I may not know these people. I may have never even seen them before, but I feel like they're sitting down in a Papa sign chair just talking to me and we just chopping it up first question dear Kai my son is 15 and has started acting up he's talking back and being disrespectful he's 5'8 165 pounds and he plays sports so he's kind of athletic I'm a woman so I can't physically restrain him or give him whoopings or anything anymore what can I do his father isn't around and he doesn't have any uncles I don't want to say I'm scared, but I am concerned. Okay, uh, first things first. One thing that I've learned in my parenting is after your child's a certain age, whooping them is definitely a no-no. That, that shit is out of the question because they're big enough to fight you back and you too big to be beating on your kid because that's what it is. I made that mistake myself, so you definitely don't want to do that. Um, since we since we're keeping it a buck here it's like you say his father isn't around and look I'm not trying to beat you down or anything like that but I always got questions whenever I hear about a father not being in a child's life being someone who's been denied access to my children and have to fight through court to even get just the smallest visitation to have to work my way up and being frustrated at times like why do I have to fight so hard for what's mine my question is were you that roadblock that was stopping a relationship between him and his father or did the father just not want to be in his life like the only way I could truly give help is like with a true answer from that so please get back to me on that um and as far as like not having uncles around and stuff like that it's I would say get a positive male role model into his life and one that you're not having sex with and I don't know your sex life or anything like that that's not what I'm trying to say but one thing that Shirley Faye did for me my mom was she seen that I was different like she moved us out to the suburbs when uh, I was in the ninth grade because I started doing shit that my brothers was doing 
and she didn't want that for me because she knew that I wasn't built for that. You know what I mean? So like, my my father was a gangster. My stepdad, he was in the military, so he instilled some discipline, but still it's kind of that battle, like you not my father. So uh, my sister Red, she, she was known for, you know, getting down how she got down. So my mom talked to Red and was like, hey, well, do you know some dudes who, you know, are about something, you know, getting money or, you know, got some sort of hustle about them or in a legal way, you know what I mean? Not, not, you know. So my mom and my sister, they, they introduced me to cats who was actually doing something out here, doing something positive to show me there was other avenues besides sports and you know besides like gang activity and stuff like that and it really enriched my life because your father can only say so much parents can only say so much and we watch how our parents move and it's like yo what you're saying is not matching up to what you're doing so it's just like or things have been different since you've been out here like i have a whole different set of problems and obstacles that i have to overcome that you didn't that you wasn't even aware of back in your day. So, uh, not necessarily a mentor program, but uh, shout out to Computer House. Uh, one thing that they do, and uh, that's Daniel and Larry, they're showing these young boys trades down here in Nashville to where, you know, they're doing code processing. They're uh, just a whole bunch of technical stuff. Don't get me lying. Like, it's stuff I don't even know how to do. Like, they uh, jailbroke my fire stick for me. You know what I mean? That's illegal. But still, like, they're showing these kids trades to where when they out here on their own, they have some sort of hustle to get them about. Like, they're also trying to get these kids scholarships because they're in the community and stuff like that. So, as far as them being disrespectful, I feel that... And, and, I'm, and I'm trying to say this in the most respectful way that I can to you is do you give him someone to respect? You know, like, again, I can't fully answer this question. I'm not trying to put you on the spot like that. But it's like if you was one of those moms that was always talking bad about his father to him, what a lot of mothers don't understand, like, that's half of this child. So half this child ain't shit. And the other half apparently isn't too happy. And it's just like accepting that responsibility. Now, if the father is just a fly by night, nothing ass N-word, that's that's a whole different story. But, and I'm just talking about myself. There's been times I've been shut out of my children's lives, lives and I would work really hard through the court to get them back or to get back into their lives or to get my my custody back but at times it's like man i'm so sick and tired of this fight and shit it's like she she gets off on this is the only power that she has so only you truly know if you're that type of person or not and maybe that's where this teenage angst is coming from like he's so frustrated because there's a lot of shit that can be alleviated from like just fishing with your dad getting your haircut with your pops or, you know, even boxing with your dad or seeing your dad at work. You know what I mean? Or just talking to him because if he truly is his father, 
he's going to see himself in that man. And even though you as mom, you're doing the best you can, you can never replace a father. So uh, hopefully that helps. And again, please uh, write back to me and we'll resolve this, you know. Calvin, when you tell these stories of sexual conquest, can you be more descriptive of the women and the settings? And also, do you mess with BBWs? <laughs> if so, what's up? Um, I, I, I try to not make it like a graphic novel, but I do have a graphic novel that I wrote that you can buy on Amazon if you're really into that sort of smutty stuff. But uh, I, it is because like I try to keep it descriptive enough to where in your mind's eye you can kind of create your idea of how this person looks without actually telling on them. You know what I mean? It's like when you read a book, like when you see a movie of a character or whatever, it's totally different from what you read in the book because your mind's eye created this whole different visual of the person. And then you see the movie like, what the, f no, that, that, that shit's not the same. You know what I mean? So uh, that's what I try to do to be mindful of people's privacy because you got to think I'm a man of a certain age. So we could be talking about someone's wife or fiance or ex-wife or mother or you know what I mean? So we we all have we all have our past. You know what I mean? We all have done things that we may have enjoyed or were ashamed of or had a good time or regretted or whatever the case may be, may have been. So it's just like I want to give them plausible deniability like Kyvon Williams. I don't know no Kyvon Williams. I know a Chris Jenkins. <laughs> so, uh, and for your second question, as I take a sip of my douce, give me just one second. <clears throat> so, as a part of your second question, do I mess with BBWs? Yes, ma'am. I sure do. Because when, when you're factoring in who a person is, like weight's really not a part of it. Some of the best dates I had were with BBWs because, and BBWs, correct me if I'm wrong, baby, I'll make it up to you, I'll buy you a steak. But it's like, they've had years to develop a personality. They were never just a body. They weren't like the popular girls or whatever. And one of the most insulting things I think that people used to say to BBWs was, damn, you got a pretty face. If you wasn't so big, you'd be a dime. It's like, damn, why can't she just be beautiful of the size that she's at? You know what I mean? My only concern with like dating a bigger woman is because I'm older now, and so she's older now. It's just health concerns. You know, like I'm thinking about diabetes, like, you know, she may lose a foot or something, or you know, she may have heart failure. So the only thing with dating the BBW is like, hey baby, well let's work out together because I do care for you. I want to have you with me as long as possible. You know what I mean? It's not like, well, I want you to lose some weight so you'll look better. It's like, no, I want you to be the healthiest version of you so we can enjoy each other for as long as possible. And I like to take this moment to uh, shout out Steal Her, uh, which was one of the best dates I ever had. Like, we got some pies from this pie shop. Uh, we, uh, we, what, where do we go? We, we walked, uh, through Centennial Park, which is like one of my favorite places here. Uh, we got ourselves a little drink. We watched a movie. 
And between me and you, she could have got the dick, but I fell asleep on it. But she was such a respectful woman, she didn't even get down like that. And it was just cool. And like, I felt comfortable being with her because she's so worldly and so traveled. And it's like men understood her worth. And I feel if we could really get away from this whole bullshit ass European standard of beauty, you know what I mean? Like we could really find happiness. Why do you think the divorce rates at fifty percent? Is guys motherfuckers look for the first thing to look for? Oh, she got a fat ass. She got some big titties, man. I love to fuck her. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got a nice bank account, a big old dick. Uh huh. But yeah, he's throwing that dick to half these bras that you know, and she done got smutted out. And she's, you know, how you think she paid for that BBL? You know, so it's just like, I think we need to get beyond that. So hopefully that answers your question. If uh, I would date a big gal, I absolutely would. You know what I mean? Because there's three things I know for sure. One, we're going to eat good to the motherfucker together. Two, those snuggles are going to be awesome. I'm quite sure she's going to let me be the little spoon sometimes. And three, she... uh, I feel that she would have the emotional intelligence to where we can have a conversation to where I can come to her about anything. And I'm not saying smaller women don't have this. It's just, again, as I was saying before, I feel like bigger women, they developed like a personality and a sense of self early on. While everybody was just being popular, they were learning about themselves. They had that time to learn about life and people read and understand and, and how to help and how to heal and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like... I'm still on my journey of healing. So that's why I may go on dates and stuff. And by the way, I'm still celibate. Haven't gave this bone away in a while. But it's just like, and that's not to hold nothing over anybody. But it's just like, man, I love sex. I do. But there's things about sex that I don't want to do anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, now it's like after the second date, can we go ahead and go to the clinic together? To see if you got anything or I got anything. I mean, I don't got anything, but I just rest your mind, you know, put your mind at ease. Because, like, I hate wearing condoms having sex. You know what I mean? Like, we're old enough to get plan B's or a vasectomy or whatever the case may be when it comes to that point. But it's just like, you know. All right. Hey, OG. I'm kind of going through it. I really liked your episode it's okay to cry fuck what they think I opened up to my woman about some childhood trauma that I had and she left me a month later and took our two kids together they are three I think he meant took our two kids together they are three and five she only calls me when it's something dealing with them and she gets mad when I can't adjust my schedule according to hers How did you move on after, as you put it, a woman damn near destroyed you and you had a baby with her? Oh, man. uh, First off, I'm I'm sorry you're going through that, brother. You know, uh, the best advice I can give you, it's kind of expensive, but I don't know if you got like insurance through your job or you got a job or what your situation is. The the very first thing you want to do, man, you want to get some therapy. You do. You, you don't want to go into this situation half cocked. Your babies are three and five. You still a superhero to them, bro. You know what I mean. You 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 don't want the weight of the cape to drown you. 
So what you got to do, you got to put in the work now so they see you be that that superhero. Because trust me, man, once your kids see you as being a flawed man and you don't have that cape anymore, you you see it in their face. You, you hear it in their voice. There was a time when my first two kids thought I could do anything. Now my first two kids realize that, you know, I'm just a man. Roosters just still think I'm a superhero to an extent. You know what I mean? But it's like there comes a time when all of our children realize that, hey, Pops is just a man. But with that being said, a man can do extraordinary things. So I will say get some therapy. Work on you. Get your money right. Get your legal team right. You know what I mean? It, it's going to hurt like a motherfucker with your kids not in your life. For me, if I was a superhero, my weakness would be my kids. And I had, uh, I explained that to Amber. You know what I mean? I said one of the biggest regrets of my life is that, you know, Camille and Xavier weren't born by the same woman. And that Xavier and I, with him being my only son at the time, not, you know, having that one-on-one with his father like he should, because I'm always in the courts, I'm always fighting this, that, and the third. And how she almost destroyed me, like I said before, everything that I told her, and it's kind of like what you're saying, young brother, it's like she used it against me. And, excuse me, I've never been one to contemplate suicide, but I was strongly contemplating homicide because it's like, I done told you all this shit. I done gave you all my weaknesses and you have the audacity to use them against me, but how she used it was so smooth. Like I told y'all in those stories, all the shit that she did to me, she flipped it around. So it was like, so you don't forget who the fuck you are. You get yourself a licensed therapist. Whatever job you got, brother, you just sign up for all the overtime, man. All the overtime they got, you work that motherfucker. Get yourself like a little safe from Walmart. Don't even put that shit in the bank. As soon as you get your money from your paycheck, as soon as that direct deposit hits at 11 in the morning, put that shit in your safe. Just keep on stacking up. Get yourself like legal shield or whatever. See if they help with sort of situations like that. If not, fuck, they can refer you to somebody. So now you're saving up your money because here's the thing. This game normally lasts two or three years of the mother trying to keep the baby away from the father until one or two things happen. Either she's so stressed out from being a single mom She's going to help you get those responsibilities back. She's going to give you a little bit more. She found somebody new or you win legally. I'm talking about you need to get lawyers that are fucking monsters. But be completely honest with them. So I want to say, again, get therapy, get in your bag, get yourself in shape if you're not in shape. I I say do 100 push-ups a day. And you might not be able to do them all at once. That's cool. Just do 100 push-ups a day. And do at least like, I want to say five miles a week. Just walking five miles a week. You know what I mean? Get yourself that that physical uh, strength. 
And, and when you when you get that physical strength, like your mind clears up. You know what I mean? With exercise, it frees your mind up. You know what I mean? So then, boom, you're doing your 100 push-ups a day. You're getting your money right. You, you, you're getting your legal team together. And get yourself a hobby. And like I said, get yourself a therapist. Whether it's playing an instrument, whether it's playing video games, that's a huge online community. I mean, if you need to reach out to me, I'm Orange Mamba2988. Or is it 2933? I haven't played Madden in a while because I've been driving. <clears throat> but it's either Orange Mamba2899 uh, or 2399. I, you know what? I'll send you an email uh, back and let you know what my, my gamer tag is. Because, like, the past two weeks, man, I've just been working, working, working. I really haven't had time to hop on the game. But, yeah. So, again, the things uh, that you could do, get get your, get your mental health right. Get yourself a therapist. At work, sign up for all the fucking overtime available. Get in that bag. Work out 100 push-ups a day, five miles a week. Just, just walking. You don't got to jog. You don't got to run up no steps or nothing. Just walk around your block a few times. Um, so then, boom, now you're back in court. You're looking good. You're smelling good. You got yourself a nice little court outfit on. You got the lawyer. The judge is going to look at you like, hey, this man's not a bum. He He's just a man who's missing his children. And then also, like, you talk to your lawyer like, yeah, you could go ahead and hit him with all that legal jargon, all that legal mumble jumbo. But when it's time for me to talk, let me talk from my heart. Let me speak to this judge as a man and let him know the pain that I'm going through and keep it at that. But yeah, man, uh, at the end of the day, she wasn't the right woman for you because I feel that right now women, and I, and I said this, I can't remember which podcast, man. I was just talking shit, but it, but I meant what I was saying, but it's like women have lost their softness and their nurturing. It's like, anything you could do, I could do better. I could do anything better than you. And it's like, women, why are you trying to work as hard as a man? Why are you trying to be so manly? We need soft, safe, nurturing spaces. So, man, I, I hope, you know, either you take my advice, brother, or you don't. But, like, that's what helped me out. You know what I mean? Like, I got to go to court in a few weeks. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to get full custody. Not just uh, weekend visitations. Not just 10 days. Not just 50-50 custody. Because that's how they try to do it. You know what I mean? Well, you got weekend custody, pay child support. You got 10-day custody, pay child support. You got half and half custody. Who makes more money? That person pays child support. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's the big thing. It's the money grab. It's not so much about the father. It's so much about how the state gets money. Because when you're paying child support, all that money don't go to that baby, man. The state gets a cut too. So it's just like, damn. She chose to leave. Look at it as a blessing. Work on yourself. And if you think I'm bullshitting, I know people who's been in relationships for like 10 plus years. And soon as they break up or whatever, you'll hear the guy or the woman, I'm in the gym now. I'm trying to get right. I'm working on me now. I'm taking these classes. I'm going to this paint and sip. Why wasn't you doing that in the relationship? Why wasn't you constantly working on you in the relationship 
So again, with those babies just being three and five, my guy, you got plenty of time. But use your time wisely to be the best version of yourself possible, and you'll be one of the baddest motherfuckers to ever do it, I promise you. All right, everybody. So that's all I got for right now for passing notes. And it's the next time y'all stay warm. And if you put God first, you'll never be last. Peace.